0: I have a large red-eye. Black. What do you have? Large iced pumpkin spice latte, please. Welcome to Coffee with Chachi, where real-life experiences and lessons are shared in conversation over a cup of coffee. yo what up everybody welcome to monday about to do a big it's a good one i think it's a good one today man um you know it's a good one for me i can tell you that in my current sabbatical you know currently you know not actually having a, a a recurring income job it's a good one for me so maybe this is just this is for me if you if you can relate then it's for you too but this might be one i need to listen to for myself over and over again kind of thing you know but anyways it's monday and it's the day after the conference championships if you're a you know american football kind of person and a sad day if you're a Bengals slash 49er fan which i am a 49er fan so in honor of the 49ers having a great season and a horrible sunday Pulled out my normal Friday mug, my 49er mug, my Friday mug, is the mug we have today. Boom. Bang, bang, Niner Dang. Go Niners. So, you know. Anyways, inside of that, today we're drinking Provision, which is also a local roaster here in Phoenix. They got some pretty good stuff. I don't know the roasts real well. Yeah, I stepped away from the mic, yo. I mean, I think it disappeared. Who knows? I literally just did that coffee, too. So anyways, we're drinking Provision. They're a local roaster here. I mean, it's clean. It was a, uh, I did a French press method again. I've been falling away from the uh, Chemex, mainly because it's one cup, even though the cup is better, I've been drinking like two, two and a half cups. So it's like, well, then I have to do a chemix again. So I mean, but this stuff is clean today. Provision's good. I like them. I like them a lot. Anyways, so let's get to the story, what I'll be listening to over and over here the next few weeks. I was listening to an old audio book um, back in the day One Freakonomics, yo. If you ever listen to that book, it comes up with like weird things that occur or whatever. And so in the book, they were talking about the broken window paradox, which some places have proven it. Some places haven't. But the idea, the the angle behind the broken window paradox is that uh, one of the first things to start crime is going to be like windows. So like kids breaking windows or like kids writing graffiti on stuff that's one of your first uh signs of criminal activity and so the idea is, is if you attack those beginning signs for instance if you go and you know board up the windows right away and then try to find the the people who did it right away it's gonna you know decrease crime that's the idea behind it so and i'm walking in phoenix in our tricky weather here, listen to this audio book, which is a common thing in the morning. I'll take like a mile walk and listen to an audio book or whatever. Uh, I mean, and Phoenix is so tricky right now. I'm out there wearing gloves and shorts because of the tricky weather, uh, a jacket, gloves, got my coffee in my hand and you know, it's cold. It's 35 degrees or something. And then, you know, at noon, it's going to be like 65, you know, so whatever in Arizona, it's tricky freaking weather. Um, specifically phoenix in the summer and in the winter it well the summer it's you know 100 and then 115 in the winter it's 35 and then 65 so whatever but as i'm listening to the book it's reminding me of this old chinese proverb i think it's a chinese proverb anyways and it's a it's it's a story and it says um for the want of a nail the shoe was lost so like um you know the nail that holds the the horseshoe on a on a on a horse for the want of a nail the shoe was lost for the want of the shoe, the horse was lost. For the want of the horse, the rider was lost. For the want of the rider, the battle was lost. For the for the want of the battle, the kingdom was lost. And all that for the want of a horseshoe nail. And the idea behind it was, if the horseshoe nail just held up, they would have never lost the rider, the horse. They would have never lost the message, the message that would have won the war. And bam, I'm sitting there and it's like, And it's reminding me as I'm thinking of that. It's reminding me what this thing Jordan Peterson said. And Jordan Peterson, um, who love him or hate him, you know that that's up to you. Uh, I tend to uh, find some of the stuff he says uh, meaningful to me. Um, Well, he he said an interview once. He's like, when I used to do my clinical psychology, that if I sat down with someone and we uh, talked, I could find long enough in conversation. I could find it long enough where I would see that the where that person is right now. It was a crisis that they created by a decision that they made. That decision could have been a week ago, could have been 10 years ago, could have been 15 years ago. And I mean, sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I know. Right. Like some things are outside of our control. But but then again, anything outside our control, we we tend to make a decision some way on how to react and so that decision that we made is kind of what took us down this path it's like you know when taking a hike and you come up to six seven eight trails i mean i've never come to the point where there's like seven trails i can take off of one trail but you get the idea and it, no matter what if i now this hike is making me say pick one so that's outside of my control but i did pick one so that was my choice to pick that one so on and so forth right so so i i, I, I agree with them um I agree with him in a way of being like foggy though. Cause, cause I still can't see everything. So it's hard to put all the details together on one thing. And then, you know, I'm starting to think, well, is there anything like that with me right now? And I'm pretty sure there is, but the first thing that came up to me right now is my car. I was looking at my car the other day and I noticed on the right wheel well, the front right wheel well the uh, inside protective cover of that wheel well uh, is missing now. And uh, I can kind of see the items that are in the engine side, right? Little plastic container that holds like the water to make sure that the is cool and some other gadgets and whatnot. And I bought this car brand new. So when I'm looking through that wheel well, I'm just like, well, what's going on there, you know? Like, I remember how that all started because it was like maybe a couple months after I bought that car, I was going to uh, one of my younger cousins' uh, band recitals and I'm driving and it's the parking lot, super packed that day. You know, I'm in South Phoenix and you're at like 7 p.m. It's dark outside and the parking lot's packed. So they have people parking across the street in like an empty lot. So then now I'm going to this empty lot, which is now even darker because there's no lights over there or whatever. So I'm driving through this empty lot and I mean, you know, I make a left to cut through To get to where all the other cars are, so I can be, you know, polite and nice and park and, you know, in file with the rest of the cars. And as I'm doing that, boom! I like there's something there and I hit and my tire like goes into a hole or something. It pops right out right away. And so then I slowly go over it with my back tire, whatever, and I park and I'm like, wow, that was crazy. I go and I look at my front tire. My front tire is fine and uh the fender everything's fine and I can see where like maybe one little piece disconnected or something and it's I'm like well I have to look at that tomorrow but everything else is fine I can drive away whatever next day I look at it and I can see where like the fender like split a little bit not um it's not flush with the with the next fender and I'm like well that's really nothing I check everything else and nothing so I'm good I never get it fixed a year later, I can see that it's now a little bit more separated. I even got stopped by a guy in the street one saying, hey, I can fix that for you for like 60 bucks. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. And I go on my way. Four years later, I can see like where it's starting to mess around a little bit. And I'm just like, I pop it in. I try to super glue it a few times and it popped back out or whatever. But fast forward, you go through time. You know, I had this car for 10 years. That whole thing is gone now. And let's be real, like if I would have fixed it the first time, it'd probably be less than 60 bucks. If I would have like tried to adjust it or, or take care of it the day after, like what am I really fixing the day after? Probably not a lot. Maybe just stabilize it a little bit or something. Throw a little screw in there. I don't know cars a wild well like that. You know, I could change the oil and brakes and stuff. But I mean, I, I feel like if I tried to, try to fix it, then it's nothing but now the whole inside wheel wells thing is gone. The fender is a little wobbly. Um, you know, it's still fine and connected and everything, but I'm now I'm like, well, I got some long drives coming up. I have to drive to California. I got to drive to Colorado and the, you know, Colorado drives like a 13 hour drive. So I'm like, well, now I can't risk like a rock or something. Like randomly getting shot in, maybe something poking a hole on the water reservoir that starts to leak out and go everywhere. And then I'm stranded in the middle of you know, halfway to Colorado. So now I gotta get this. I definitely have to get this fixed, but now I gotta buy the whole inside. And it looks like one of those little things that connect it, the, you know, one of the clamp areas is busted. So I probably gotta buy something on that. I mean, I can see this turning into the fact that somebody's saying, Well, your fender doesn't hold anymore, so you need a whole new fender. Like I feel like this can turn into a whole new thing, and I gotta get it fixed because you know I just don't want to risk driving to Colorado. And ten years ago, it probably would have taken me ten seconds. Now it's like what I think about every day. So I'm like, maybe George Peterson is right. Maybe you know adjusting that nail right away is right. Maybe not allowing myself to create small little habits that I think are nothing right. I used to get up at three forty-five in the morning, four a.m. in the morning. Now I wake up. 7.38, there's a period of time I was waking up at like nine and it would be like, oh, I don't got nothing to do today. I'll just do that. I don't got nothing to do today. I'll just do that. And even that mindset of saying, oh, I don't have anything to do today. I'll just do that. As opposed to having the mindset of get up, do something good, a couple hours, then whatever, right? Get it done early, knock it out early, then whatever. And you keep you keep your your achievement going. You keep your sense of purpose going. For the want of a nail, for the want of a little piece that broke off my car, Right? And so that's kind of the, the story and it's, it's a personal story. This is obviously about me and, and about my choice to when a little, little thing happens, right? A broken window happens, just saying, no, who cares? It's not going to be a big thing. And then, you know, that broken window turns into a broken a whole window and then you know it's a storm comes through you know that weekend now your whole room's frozen like all those little things can turn into something big and you don't know which little thing is going to be the item that turns into something big so we have to start nicking those things in early right taking ownership for the decision nick it early avoid it to become a giant thing so that we, we can continue to move on with what we got really going on and win these battles out here and not lose a battle because of one little thing. You know, the Niners yesterday, I mean, I think if everything that didn't happen happened, they still lose. I think the Eagles would have beat them still by maybe a touchdown, but not 31 to 7. But it was all their own faults. They had some penalties. They obviously have the worst luck this year than any other team. But it was, you know, if we can nick these little things early, you know, I think uh who's the quarterback right now for. Uh, Quarterback for the Ravens. He could have came back with a brace and he's like, no, I'm not going to come back with a brace. I'm going to come back when my leg is healed so that way I can continue to play long term and not jump in and get hurt again right away just to to rush it, right? Be patient about it, which is what I think happened to RG3, right? He came back with a brace on, boom, he got knocked out of the game again. He's never played again since, so. So there's that one thing, that one little thing that's that's there and it's in the back of your mind and it's just sitting there. Don't let that thing grow into an oak tree, guys. That's the moral of today's story. Let's make sure that they don't turn into big, huge trees and, and or big, huge things in our lives. So. so I hope you have a great Monday. I hope you're doing everything you can to be amazing is awesome because I know you are putting all our efforts forward. Um, so here's to everybody. I mean, have a good cup of joe thank you for listening have a great monday have a great week make sure we're always learning practicing training and we're always moving forward guys have a good one thank you for listening to coffee with chachi with me chachi you can find me on instagram at coffee with chachi and my personal account at chachi gustin have a great week